Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Tripped Up Trivia. That is right. We're coming back at you here. It is April 2022, and we got some kind of a theme going on this this month. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to need my co-host to help me out. What is the title of this movie that is coming out, Alexis? Help me out. Why, that would be Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Ah, that's right. I am so excited. Get yourselves ready because we have tripped up trivia magic theme that's right that's what we're going with tonight so we're dividing it up between magic in film magic in print and magic in games so we'll see how this goes but we need to bring on our contestants let's start with one half of the dueling ogres podcast and co-host of the mental health podcast we're probably not okay it's brandon full brandon full welcome to the show man you ready to talk are you ready to test your metal with some magic questions here you know all the way up through i've been saying that i'm gonna fail but in the five minutes since i last said that i flipped a switch and now i know that i'm all in and i'm gonna win this thing yes Woo-hoo! all right <laughs> that is great all right what a well, you know what? Rosy outlook. I hope everything turns out all right, but let's see. <laughs> <laughs> let's see how the other contestants fare. Amber Teasley, co-host of Home is Where Hallmark is podcast on the Chair Shot Network. Amber, welcome back to the show. I hear you're a fan of, uh, you know, the mystical, the magical. Are you ready to try your hand at some trivia? I sure am. All right. Good deal. Good deal. Now, this guy is a former professional wrestler. I've went and seen him a few times myself and the current co-host of the Middle Aged and Mediocre podcast. And he hates writing short sentences. (laughs) I I hear you. I hear you, Cole. The Cosmic Cowboy, Cole Cash. Welcome to Tripped Up Trivia. Thanks for coming in here. Are you ready? Well, thanks for having me. And yeah, I'm ready to hold down last place. So I'm just here. (laughs) I'm just here for Brandon's win. That's the main reason I'm here tonight. (laughs) I appreciate the support, man. Yep. I look forward to you winning. (laughs) Great. Evan Bevins, welcome back to the podcast. Author of the Asterix 51 blog and co-creator of the webcomic support group. Evan, buddy, are you ready, sir, to try your hand at some trivia questions in regards to magic? I might have a thing or two up my sleeve. Oh, look out. Oh, there, there's the pun. 
one that hurts you, so good. I'm done with uh, stumbling through this intro. I want to bring on the co-host and the person that is going to be quizzing everybody tonight. That is Alexis Haina. Alexis, welcome back, by the way. You, you took a month off because we, we talked wrestling and you were like, I'm noping out for right now. I took last month off to go, and I was actually working the Lexington Comic and Toy Fair the weekend that you guys were doing that. So it was a combination of A, I don't know anything about wrestling and B, you know, I think I'm going to be kind of busy anyway. <laughs> The wonderful convention had an absolute blast. Lexington is such a beautiful state to drive through this time of year. So green. So they've got all those rolling horse farms. It's so lovely. Nice. It's really fun to drive through. Very peaceful. Nice. All right. Well, like Jesse said, the first round of questions is going to be on Phil. This is movies and TV. Contestants, are you ready? Yes. 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 I, I am. All right. As ready as I'll ever be. All right. The contestants will be messaging me their answers, and then I will be announcing who got it right and who gets the point. Question number one. We all know that the most powerful character from Disney's Aladdin was the genie. But what is the name of the villain sorcerer that gained the same power near the end of the 1992 film? Saw this in theaters. I'm that old. Saw this in theaters, saw the live-action remake in theaters, then I immediately left and gouged my eyes out. Oh, no. <laughs> I saw a youth theater production of it. Really now? Yeah. All right. Interesting. It's like a whole new world. Oh, that's one. Checking them off as we go. <laughs> all right. Answers are all in. The correct answer is Jafar. And Brandon and Evan and Amber got that right. Josh, I'm sorry. The answer is not... <laughs> Bizarro genie. <laughs> uh, really thought I had that one. <laughs> All right. Question number two. This real life magic duo has appeared in many films over the years, including 1987's Cruel Tricks for Dear Friends and 1989's Get Killed and even got their own Sega CD game in 1995 titled Smoke and Mirrors. Who is this magic duo? I I, uh, I remember when I was researching this one, I was got everything like all fifteen questions, and I remembered the specific CD game that I was talking about in the question because it has a mini game on there called Desert Bus. We want to show you what life is really like. Desert Bus is the first in our line of what we like to call. Vera Simulators, games stupefyingly like reality. 360 miles from Tucson, AZ, to Las Vegas, NV. 45 miles per hour maximum. Eight hours if you do it right. Don't let go of the controller and watch that little pull to the right. Possibly the greatest game ever made. <laughs> Right, dude. <laughs> I have to admit, I am glad we got at least this question in. Our champion from January's video games, Mr. Joshua Thino, is actually a semi-professional magician. And when I told him about the theme, he was yeah. unable to participate. But he did say, please tell me you actually have some questions about real magicians. And we do because the answer is Penn & Teller. Cole, Brandon, and Evan got that right. You know much about Penn & Teller, Amber? <laughs> no. Okay. She yeah, took a good guess at it. She What'd she go with? What'd she say? 
Well, who's the only other greatly known magical duo in the business? Oh, Siegfried and Roy. That's what right? I typed, but then I deleted it. <laughs> <laughs> Question number three. Scott Bakula starred as private detective Harry Damore, who gets caught up in some supernatural-related crimes in this 1995 Clive Baker written and directed film. What is the name of this movie? Clive Barker. Oh, you're right, Barker. Sorry. Slip of the tongue. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, yes, this is an easy one. Okay, maybe no. Actually, what this is is this is the Scott Bakula question of the night. Scott Bakula, Clive <laughs> Barker film from '95. <laughs> yeah, so I'm a huge Scott Bakula fan because I am to this day still have every one of the Quantum Leap episodes on DVD. Love I do it. not know the name of this one. <laughs> what do you think about them uh, rebooting Quantum Leap? I'm scared. Are you really? I'm yeah, excited. I don't like remakes. I'm excited. Are it's they a continuation? Are they, that's what I was going to say. I didn't know if it was a reboot or a continuation. Uh, well, I've got some bad news. No one got that right. That's okay. <laughs> that, and then maybe, maybe question. it wasn't easy. What's the yeah, question? Got, I'm going to be verifying this on IMDb. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll say we got Demon Knight, Quantum Noir, Hellraiser, and I have no idea. Quantum Noir? <laughs> Somebody put Quantum Noir. I like that. Yes, I did. <laughs> We love you, Evan, but that's not the right answer. <laughs> when you came up with the, these first questions, you want to tell them what the correct answer is? Lord of Illusions. So uh, I assume nobody knows that's a real thing. Yes, I assume nobody's seen that. It is. It, it is not a great movie. That's why. But I, uh, you know, did a little bit of research, and I was like, okay, we got to get a Scott Bakula question in here. So that's the way. That's the way it rolls. He was in Necessary Roughness around then, but I don't think that was a Clive Barker joint. <laughs> That's would have been interesting, wouldn't it? All right. Well, like I said, sadly, no points for that one. I'm already down two points, though. So. <laughs> Question number four. In the film The Wizard of Oz, which witch, I love saying that, did Dorothy's house land on? Was it the witch of the north, the south, the east, or the west? Give me back my slippers. I'm the only one that knows how to use them. They're no use to you. Give them back to me. Give them back. Keep tight inside of them. Their magic must be very powerful, or she wouldn't want them so badly. You stay out of this, Glinda, or I'll fix you as well. Oh, <laughs> rubbish. You have no power here. Be gone before somebody drops the house on you. And Brandon, Amber, and Evan got it right. It is the Witch of the East. Right. Because as they say, the witches of the North and the South are good, and the witches of the East and the West are wicked. See, I was totally thinking of Glinda the Good Witch the whole time. Oh, yeah. And I thought she was the Witch of the East. So I found the right answer, but I got lost along the way. I had your thinking, and I got the wrong answer. <laughs> you don't have to take the right route, just get to the destination. Exactly. When she caught on fire when they were filming it in real life, oh, she yeah. actually caught on fire and was in the hospital for like weeks and months because she actually burnt her hands. Wow. I had no idea. Like, it was awful. Of course, it was filmed back in the... When there was no regulations on anything. Right. Yeah, right. I have to say, that's one of those movies I have not seen in, oh my God, over 25 years. So it's like, I know it, but I cannot think for the life of me about, like, the specifics of those scenes, you know? There is, uh, right now, I think, on Shudder, yeah. uh, Curse Films, and that's like the... Isn't that the first episode of the second season? 
yeah. Wizard of Oz. Yeah, just came I, out. I want to watch week it. Or week before last. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to watch. I watched all the other ones the first season. I haven't watched the second season yet, or what started it anyway. Yeah, I so, haven't watched that yet. I watched um, the first season. Uh, wasn't there somebody that supposedly had hung themselves, and you could see that in the movie? The rumor was always one of the, I think, Lollipop Guild actors had hung themselves, and you could still see like the silhouette. And it's been debunked since then, but that yeah, was always so- a long-running rumor. Last question of the easy round for film and television. Magica Dispel had a cameo appearance in the Darkwing Duck episode in Like Blunt, but most commonly butted heads with Scrooge McDuck on what animated television show? Here's your Darkwing Duck question of the evening. I was going to say, officially, we have to throw in one of these and a Scott Bakula reference per <laughs> show now. I think it's in our contract. I think so. <laughs> Man, if Scott Bakula was in Darkwing Duck, you guys would be completely oh. tickled. Wasn't, wasn't Scott Duckula in there? Ooh. <laughs> like, wasn't that a legit character on the show, or am I making no, that up? No, you're thinking Count Duckula. That was Count Duckula. You're right. First episode of Count Duckula, uh, where they find the mystic saxophone, still one of the most enduring uh, memories of my childhood. All right, and Cole, Brandon, and Evan got it right. It is, go ahead and say it, Jesse. DuckTales! A woo-hoo! Woo. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, it is score update time. We've reached the end of our film section. Tied for third, Cole and Amber with two points total. And then tied for first is Brandon and Evan with a total of four points. So that's how we're sitting right now going into this second section. What's our second section called here, Alexis? That is print. This is all things books and comics. Question number one. Very first issue of Wizard, The Guide to Comics, hit shelves in 1991 and featured which superhero dressed in a star-spangled purple robe and wizard's cap? Was it Superman, Spider-Man, or Batman? First issue of Wizard that I bought had the Incredible Hulk on the front of it. Sam Keith's Hulk. I was hooked on buying Wizard after that. Of course, I had to find out how much my comics were worth. So. That was back when it was black and white. Yeah, I like how you looked in the back at comic prices and it just looked like a phone book. (laughs) Right, dude. (laughs) Yes, it did. I remember as a kid having such a hard time finding copies of it, like at People's News here local. Mm -hmm. But there was always a kid I went to school with. uh, He always had the newest issue and would always let me read it when he was done with it. So, like, I was always getting, like, his hand-me-downs on the Wizard Comic Magazine. I always appreciated the uh, the jokes and their legal indicia, or however you say it. Uh, what what would they put like? Oh, they um, they, they just put some some like you know snarky joke or whatever it down in the legalese. Nice. So that's what when we did print editions of support group, we didn't know what all you were supposed to put down there. So we said something about reserving our rights, and then there's like long anecdotes about why Aquaman's not on the team, or uh, <laughs> you know like who we named a character after, stuff like that. So it looks all official till you read it. Well, all answers are in. The correct answer is it's Spider-Man. Evan, Cole, and Amber. Thank you. Question number two. What does the J in J.R.R. Tolkien stand for? Is it John, Jefferson, or Jimothy? <laughs> oh, I want it to be Jimothy so bad. <laughs> May I call you Jimothy? <laughs> The world was constructed like a model aeroplane. No, 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 but it existed in posse and in large 
scale uh, yes. plan before The Hobbit was written. The Hobbit was in fact originally an, an attempt to write something outside it and we blew into it. Ah, what a surprise. Everyone got that right. It's John. Question number three. This is a, this is a fill in the blank. Doctor Strange is Marvel's iconic Sorcerer Supreme, but wearing a mystical amulet, cloak, and a golden helmet, DC Comics had its own magic-wielding doctor as well, known as Doctor Blank. Oh, no. So his name's not Doctor Blank? But it's not Doctor Blank! <laughs> guys, I will give you guys a hint. This is a character that's going to show up in the Black Adam movies that's coming out with Dwayne Johnson. He has the best helmet, like, ever. Oh, yes. Not just in comics, just ever. Answer Zarin and Brandon and Evan got that right. It's Dr. Fate. Gotta hear what our other guesses were. Well, first of all, Amber, who's Dr. Shaft? I don't know. (laughs) Oh, he's a bad mother. Oh, you talking about Dr. Shaft? (laughs) I was watching a YouTube video earlier about the best TV themes, and it was one of the... (laughs) No argument there. Also, all please, right. at all discretion, I took allergy medication earlier. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, and Cole wrote, "Doctor, I'm so mad at myself right now for not knowing." <laughs> <laughs> and I really, on the I can relate to. I really am. I really am mad at myself right now. Like I can see, I can see Doctor Fate in big lettering in the comic, like as he's announcing who he is. <laughs> All right, question number four. The Harry Potter series was one of the most popular fantasy novels released through the late 90s and into the 2000s. Can you tell me what is the shape of the scar on Harry's forehead? Not to be rude or anything, but this isn't a great time for me to have a house elf in my bedroom. You better clear off before my bones come back, Dobby, or I might strangle you. Once, but so what? I bet loads of people here can do it. Don't even think about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've been beaten loads of times. Mm. All right, all answers are in, and everyone got that right. It is, in fact, a lightning bolt. Good. Question number five, and this is multiple choice, and I'd like to remind you all Jesse wrote this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Released in 1972, Witchy Woman was written by Don Henley and Bernie Leiden and performed by what classic rock band? <laughs> Leonard Skinnerd or Lady Gaga? They had to wrote it down at some point, right? So that counts. Yeah. It was all improvised. <laughs> okay, hold on. Before I say anything else, Amber, please tell me that answer was autocorrected. No, I can't <laughs> Because it's not Leonard Skyler. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I told you I took allergy medication. <laughs> I've just never seen that before, and I just love it. Leonard Skyler, everybody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the other three got it right. It's the Eagles. I was proud of that one. Okay, here we go. Score update. Uh, in fourth place, Amber with a total of five. And then in third, we have Cole with a total of six. Second place, Brandon with a total of eight and one point ahead of him in first place is Evan with a total of nine points. I was feeling pretty good at first, but now I feel like Amber with her allergy medicine is going to come sweeping back in round two. (laughs) (laughs) 
I was it's, looking around to see if I had any NyQuil. So I was <laughs> that allergy medicine's nothing to sneeze at. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, man. It's a good thing my podcast partner's on on here because you two would be going back and forth with your <laughs> wordplay and your puns. <laughs> Joel. You wouldn't get anything done. Next section is games. This could be tabletop games. This could be video games. Wicked games. That's right. <laughs> it could even be sports games. Mm. Maybe. That'd be interesting. Yeah. There's yeah. Yeah. questions in there. Sports ball. Okay. Number one. First published in 1974 by Tactical Studies Rules Incorporated. What is the name of the role-playing game that was designed by Gary Gygax and Dave Arneson? Look out! Fear not, Ranger. Barbarian, magician, thief, cavalier, and acrobat. <laughs> All right. Uh, answers are in. Everyone got that right. Uh, Amber, I will take that answer. It's Dungeons and Dragons, or as Amber wrote, D&D. That was a softball. All right. Number two. Which of these is not a color used in the collectible card game Magic the Gathering? Is it black, green, yellow or red feeling the pressure evan yeah i didn't i didn't study i i was telling somebody about this and i'm like yeah jesse's writing questions so there's going to be something about magic the gathering <laughs> all i did was come up with a joke answer but it was multiple choice so i didn't even get to use that oh bummer <laughs> and he beat me to it i was actually outlining some questions and i was going to do one on the black lotus i saw one in my lifetime and that was when i was going to college in athens we went to, there was a collectible car, or there was this, you know, card shop there. Uh, I can't even remember what street it was on, but this was back in 97, 98. And that's when I really started getting into collecting back then and playing the game. And uh, yeah, there was one sitting in a little display case. Would you compare it to the Action Comics number one? Oh, as far as like collectible card games go? Uh, yeah, dude, it has to be. I mean, it has to be. That's like the only other thing I could think of that could possibly compete with like how hot that card is and how much how desired, I guess, is the word would be like some kind of Pokemon Charizard or something it's like that. Like a double foil original print Charizard. Yeah, yeah, that's probably about the only thing I could compare it with. But yeah, the Black Lotus. I mean, yeah, that's off the chain. I remember once I saw I guess there's a car that's called a Lotus. I'm not yes. sure. Yeah, so when he got in a black one and their license plate actually said two mana. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I do too. I was like, I want that card. That's funny. Amber and Brandon Evano got that right. That uh, the answer is yellow. It <laughs> yeah. actually kind of does throw a little bit for a loop because there is a white, but for a lot of people, it's kind of an off white, almost like a beige. Yeah. So yeah. it is possible you could look at it and think that's kind of a yellow. Should have went with. So in a way, my absolute ignorance on the subject may have helped. It's a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Question number three. Released in 2011, Skyrim is a video game filled with magic, dragons, heroes, and villains. However, it is actually the fifth game in a series. What is the name of this series? Lydia, Lydia that's not home. That's, Lydia, that, Lydia, that's the giant camp. That is not even remotely the direction of home. It's that way. This is not going to end well for you. Lydia, I can get the armor. 
You don't have to go in, Lydia. Oh, now he's angry. Now he's angry, Lydia. Look what you've done. Are you happy with yourself? No, Lydia, no. Don't try to fight. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, no. Lydia, no! Answers are in. The correct answer is Elder Scrolls. Cole, Brandon, and Evan got that right. All right, question number four. This is another fill in the blank. Since 1997, the NBA has had its own wizards who hail from Washington, D.C. However, between 1974 and 1997, they were known as the Washington what? I, I could think of two teams you could ask uh, related questions about. That was yeah. one of them. Uh-huh. Orlando was probably the other, I assume. I was yep. actually thinking yep. the Kansas City soccer team, which we all had to change because we kept we got tired of saying that we're the Kansas City Wiz. Oh, nice. It, it was the Wizards, and then it got shortened to Wiz, and then everyone just said, why the hell did we name our teams on that stupid? <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, I love you, man, but it is not the Washington bureaucrats. <laughs> I, I gave it a shot. Yeah, I don't, I don't know sports. <laughs> I don't know sports either. Yeah, uh, Cole and Evan got it right. It is the Bullets, the Washington Bullets. Question five. This is the final question in the easy round, guys. The evil sorcerer Shang Sun exclaimed, Your soul is mine! In a movie based on which popular fighting video game series? Proud of that one, too. Oh, I am, too. That was I'm a good proud. one. Yeah, that's a good one. It was a good delivery, too, of your soul is mine. Got to get the Care Bears in there somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) I've got the original Care Bears movie on DVD. I keep wanting my kids to watch it because I remember, like, being, like, mildly terrified of that as a child. Oh, yeah, the living book. That was actually, it's not, like, scary as an adult, but as a kid, that's that's quite scary. Yeah. All right, and all answers are in. Uh, Evan, Cole, and Brennan got it right. It is Mortal Kombat! <laughs> uh, so I actually, I was doing research on this. And I, I spent an, a stupid amount of time coming up with like, oh crap, did he actually say your soul is mine? Uh, and I had to go through, and apparently he doesn't say it in the first movie, but he says it in the second movie. So I felt totally justified. Yeah, I mean, whatever helps you sleep at night, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're right. Everyone thinks he says it, but he actually says your brother's soul is. Yeah, mine. that's that's what happens in the first one. Anyway, score update. Amber is in fourth place right now, rocking a total of seven points. Third place is Cole with a total of 10. Brandon in second place with a total of 12 points. And then Evan Bevins right now went perfect. Oh, my goodness, man. You've only missed one in the, in the first Five, and you've been perfect since then with a total of 14 right now. I have to so, climb high before I can fall. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what lies ahead because we are getting into the two-pointers now. Things are going to get tougher, and this was all Alexis's deal. So Before we get to round two, it's time to quickly tell you about Amazon Music. If you enjoy rocking out to some great tunes, head to getamazonmusic.com slash W2M Network. You can get a free 30-day trial where you can check out over 70 million songs. That's getamazonmusic.com slash W the number two M network for that free 30 day trial. Now let's get back to our game. So yes, we're moving on to the uh, tougher questions. And remember guys, these are worth two points each. So it's still anyone's game. Number one in Monty Python and the Holy grail. What is the name of the enchanter who helps lead King Arthur and his knights on their quest? 
What manner of man are you that can summon up fire without flint or tinder? I am an enchanter. By what name are you known? There are some who call me... The answer is that the enchanter's name is Tim. <laughs> oh, Brian and Evan got it right. Uh, yeah, sorry, Amber, it's not Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Although now there's, I'm imagining fan art of Jesus leading uh, King Arthur to the sword in the stone or something. <laughs> well, Jesus was a famous enchanter, so I could see the confusion. <laughs> I was playing a game of Dungeons and Dragons where I had a magic user that I named uh, Tim Burislav after the uh, Timber is Love from a three-headed Broadway star on Whose Line Is It Anyway? And I kept demanding people refer to me as Tim the Enchanter. <laughs> nice. All right, question number two. The High Aldwin is the village sorcerer in what movie directed by Ron Howard? It was a different time. It was a time of destiny. A time when a child could tip the balance between good and Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Why, with my powers, with the strength of my great army, can you not find one little child? All right, the movie is Willow. Ah. Uh, and Cole got that right. Evan, uh, Ron Howard did not direct Into the Woods. I saw it in a discount bin at Walmart today. <laughs> I was all I could <laughs> give, give me the Give me who got it again. Brandon and Cole. Question number three. The titular sorcerer in The Sorcerer's Apprentice from Fantasia later had his name revealed as what? Evan, I'm going to give you another chance here because we're talking the animated one, not the live action one. Oh, I know. Okay. Okay. All right. He's very confident. <laughs> no, no. I, I, uh, at first I was just going to go with Tim again, but uh, then I thought, no, nah, if I'm going to miss, let's miss good. And that's why he wrote Nicolas Cage. Oh, <laughs> right then. That's a that's zero. The right, oh, is that not the right answer? <laughs> No, sorry guys, no one got that right. That wizard, the wizard with the tall the tall wizard in blue with the uh pointy hat covered in stars. Believe it or not, he was given a name and it is Yen Sid. Is it actually like given in the movie? No, it was actually given later in a publication and it was since later adapted as canon and also put into a couple of vi uh Disney-based video games. Hey, go on. Here's the hint. It's Disney spelled backwards. Oh, look at that. Well, I thought it I was Swedish something. for Lord of Illusion. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In Howl's Moving Castle, what is the name of the fire demon who powers the titular castle? An enchanted moving castle. This is a magic house. And the one wizard powerful enough to 
set her free. This charm will guarantee your safe return. Told myself I didn't get a Miyazaki question in here. I was going to be very disappointed in myself. Well, I'm just going to fail miserably on that. <laughs> I don't even know what you said. Really. Another swig of Benadryl. <laughs> Once again, no one got that right. The demon's name is Calcifer. And in the American dub, he was voiced by Billy Crystal. Oh, wow. Never I've had a lot of people say I was supposed to watch that, and I've I've never sat down and watched it. Oh. That's where I'm at with it, too. I've heard it's an amazing movie. I just have never sat down and watched it. Yeah. Well, I'm an animation nut, so Miyazaki films are just always something I could sit down and watch. Yeah. All right, so, yeah, sadly, no one got that right. Brandon, I got to ask, why did you put Toby Smolders? <laughs> she smolders. <laughs> Good guess. Good. Guess. I almost okay. I mean, right. you got the first letter right. I face palm. And it is a thing fire does. Right. <laughs> so, it's, uh, last question in the uh, film and TV round. Elizabeth Montgomery played a magic user for eight seasons on what popular TV series? Starting in 1964. This close to making that one of my questions. I had to wait to it. make sure you weren't going to swerve. I, I typed it. I typed it in, and then it was. And then I figured you were going to be like, "What was the name of her husband who was recast?" <laughs> All right, all answers are in. The correct answer is Bewitched. My guess was wrong because I put "I Dream of Genie," and she <laughs> she was a genie, not a witch. So, <laughs> but see, that's why I said magic user because I realized if I wrote if I said played a witch, it would be too obvious. <laughs> oh, I thought yeah. you were going to say she was a bee. I, I, I purposely said nice. magic user because I, I, sorry, I actually thought, ooh, I wonder if I could trip someone up and they think I'm thinking of Barbara Eden in I Dream of Genie. Yeah, you nailed it. <laughs> I don't know which one came first or if they... I can't remember which came first. What we got the internet for. Give me the score there. I'll check it out. Uh, Amber Cole and Evan got that right. Okay. All right. Uh, September 18th of 1965 is when that was... Bewitch first came. aired. No, that was that was I Dream of Genie and Bewitch. Yes. You said, oh yeah, you said Bewitch came out sixty four. Yep. Very nice. Very nice. All right, it's score update time. Here we go. Amber, you got two points in that round. Brings you up to a total of nine. You're sitting in fourth. Cole, you've got a total of fourteen, so you're sitting in third. Brandon, total of sixteen, sitting in second place. And Evan, still holding on to a two point lead here. That's one question. With a total of 18 as we go into next one's print, right? It is. Right. All right. Question number one. Lord Voldemort is the main antagonist in the Harry Potter series. But in the second book, he gives his full birth name. Oh, my what God. Is it? And to get this right, I need first, middle, and last name. Man. But you need to give all three to get both points. This is rough. I do not know the middle name. Ugh. I am so glad my daughter got into Harry Potter over the last year. This is a tough one. I'm not getting it right. So. <laughs> Make something up. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, Cole, that's adorable. Thank you. <laughs> Morty Noseless Voldemort. Yep. <laughs> okay. That's not it. Pretty sure that's it. Okay. Now, we do have an interesting situation here because Evan and Brandon got it right with Tom Marvolo Riddle. Now, Amber wrote Tom Riddle. Now, these questions are for two points. So, we're going to throw this to uh, our players. Does Amber get one point? Not both of them, but just one point for getting the first and last thing right, but for getting the middle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Yeah. Well, let's be honest. I ain't winning anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you may tear it up in this hard game this is, round. You never know. This is when the comeback starts. <laughs> All right. I got you. I got you on there for one point. Good deal. Yeah. Thank Number you. Two. In Roll Dolls, the Witches, all human children smell like what to witches? Where do I know Roll Doll's name from? Like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, James you. and the Giant Peach, the BFG. Got it, got it, got it. He was pretty much my icon of a writer when I was growing up. I, I must have read his, I, I could just sit in a corner and read his books all day long. I can't wait to see the wrong answers for this, to be honest, uh, because it's, I, I, I wonder how it's going to compare. To... I was trying to think of how to word it. <laughs> I wonder yeah. how it's compare to the Cole, real answer, which did, is funny. Now, Cole, I'll go and tell you, you didn't word it correctly from the book, but you're the only one who technically got it right. I remember because this from In childhood. the book, in Roll Dolls the Witches, which is like, to all witches, children smell like dog droppings. Droppings is what they said, yeah. That I couldn't remember what it was. And that's what they say in the book. All right, Amber so... guessed candy. Evan guessed bacon. And Brandon guessed a nice beef brisket. <laughs> I thought witches ate children. Clearly, no. I didn't read. Not rolled dolls, apparently. I thought they did, too. I thought they boiled them. <laughs> I thought so. But... You mean Hansel and Gretel is not canon? <laughs> On rolled dolls world. Next question. This one is uh, multiple choice. What Shakespeare play features a lead who performs magic while stuck on an island following a shipwreck? Is it Macbeth, The Tempest, King Lear, or The Winter's Tale? Close by, my master. But are the aerials safe? Not a hair perished. On their sustaining garments, not a blemish, but fresher than before. And as thou badst me, in troops I have dispersed them about the isle. Answers are in. Evan, Cole, and Brandon got that right. It is The Tempest. Anyone know uh, what the name of that magic user was? No idea. Tim. did once. Tim. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> Prospero. Okay. Oh, yeah. That was my Still second guess. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, did I also mention that growing up I was also kind of a Shakespeare nut? No. All right, next question. What member of the Justice League uses magic both as a hero and as a stage illusionist? Good question. My, this is one of my top five favorite DC characters. I actually got a print of her up in my office. I am so annoyed at me right now. <laughs> I feel exactly the same way. Like, I can picture them, and I yep. just cannot remember the name at all. Yep. Uh, I hope I got that right. You did, because the answer is Zatanna. Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah, Brandon and Evan got that right. Hey. Amber, how's the allergy? <laughs> <laughs> <Not> bad. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, final question in the print. This one is also multiple choice. If you found yourself at H.P. Lovecraft's Mountains of Madness, where on earth would you be standing? Are you in Peru, Afghanistan, Tibet, or Antarctica? We saw certain obstructions on the polished floor ahead, and then came a sound which upset much of what we had just decided. Answers are in. Evan and Brandon, you got it right. The Mountains of Madness are located in Antarctica. Let's I have no idea how I knew that. I think I heard that somewhere, maybe. <laughs> I, I <laughs> talked myself practice. into the wrong answer. Uh, that was the last question for the print round. So, Jesse, you want to give us a score update? Amber, sitting in fourth. Ten points. You got one point that round. I mean, you didn't go scoreless, so you got ten. You're sitting in fourth. Cole, you have a total of 18 and you're sitting in third. Brandon with 24 sitting in second place. And Evan still holding on to that two-point lead. We're getting ready to go into games. Let's see how things fare here uh, as Evan rocks first place. Uh, and we're getting into our final five. Let's see how things shake out. First question for games. What classic Disney character is also the royal magician and main magic user in the Kingdom Hearts series? Never played this series. But I have always wanted to because I'm a fan of it's they combine things with is it just all of the square properties? Essentially, there's a lot of Final Fantasy characters that show yeah. up. Okay, yeah. Yeah, still disappointed with the third game. They did a Frozen level, but you're basically just walking through Frozen. So you got a point where the characters are running up the mountain while she's singing Let It Go. And I'm just like, all the stuff you could have done with Frozen. You could have had Elsa helping the team out using her magic as a weapon. But no, you just had to make us listen to that damn song. <laughs> <laughs> They just couldn't hold it back anymore, you know? All right. Oh. All right. Answers are in. Only one person got that right. See, the mat the team is three characters. The main character is Sora. That's an original character. You also have Goofy and the other member of the team that's fighting with you, who is your main magic user and is the royal magician for the royal court, is Donald Duck. But Mickey was the sorcerer's apprentice. Mickey's the king, not the in this world, not the royal magician. He's literally King Mickey. Well, I guess I should have read the back of the box when I looked at it today, instead of just looking at the picture. <laughs> who, who was it? Who, who was it? Cole? Yeah, it's kind of unfair because I am playing, I'm replaying the first game again right now. Like, not right um, now, but currently. Yeah. Oh, nice. I don't know if it's unfair with you, you know, just knowing the answer. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Second question. This fairy from the Legend of Zelda game series has been voted one of the most annoying video game characters of all time. I can't think of their name. Well, hey, listen, it's all right. Hello. Hey. Hey, listen. Hey, 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 look. Watch out. Wasn't it, Jesse? <laughs> you just made me do a little spit take, man. <laughs> Cole, we may have to give you a half point for this, but the only person who actually wrote the name down and got it right was Brandon. The fairy's name is Navi. Navi. Yep. 
All right. Now so she navigates you. Yes. Evan right. was Nicholas Cage. Yeah, but Every. you know, I'm just going to keep going with that one because I'm afraid uh, one time if I don't know it, the answer will turn out to be Nicholas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, Cole wrote hey in capital letters, similar to how Navi gets your attention. Do we want to give him a half point for this or a full point or one point for this instead of the two? Oh boy. I would say he, he got it close. One point seems fair. Works for me. Yep. Okay. Right. Unanimous. A- Amber, you. what'd you go with over there? What'd you put? Princess Peach. I'm going with Mario Kart. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Brandon just tied with first place right now. So let's see how things go. Oh, snap. Look we out. Go say we have the uh, bonus questions if we need a, a tiebreaker. All right. All right. Question three. What breed of dog were once believed to serve as the steed for fairies? No multiple choice, just completely open-ended. Yep. Well, because if I named off the different dogs, it would make it a little too obvious. Oh, I don't think this is right. Would it though? I'm gonna. I'm feeling so bad. <laughs> the answers are in, and yeah, there's a reason I chose this question because I have one of these dogs. It's the corgis. Oh man, what? I wanted to say that. <laughs> yep. I'm looking at my little fat dog with a corgi butt. That's yes, such man. a better answer than what I put. I'm so glad Corky's the right answer. <laughs> I'm just glad it wasn't Nicolas that's a, Cage. That's adorable that they're leading. Ah, oh, it's a good image. I know, they right? They have to be fairies because they're like the bigger than. Yeah, no kidding. That's Tiny why I make it multiple choice because if I put like a uh, German Shepherd, Wolfhound, Corgi, and Chihuahua, you would all know it's a Corgi because they're the only ones that actually look like they could be ridden by fairies. <laughs> See, for some reason, I was thinking fairies like F E R R Y, like big boat. <laughs> Me too. Me <laughs> too. I'm confused. Wait, wait. <laughs> that's why I put, yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Although that has what to do with magic. Oh, yes. man. Make that connection. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, we got answers. Uh, Poodle, Scotty, Dobermans, and Little Pomeranians. And they did write little. <laughs> <laughs> Two more questions left, guys. When playing Final Fantasy VII, what item, often found in orbs, does the player use to cast spells and perform summons? Only one person got it, and that was Brandon. It's Materia. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. I, I gotta ask, experience how do you put wands in an orb? <laughs> I have no idea. I, I don't know. Because you both said a wand, and I'm just like, I'm trying to imagine putting a wand in an orb. How do you put a mushroom in a question mark? video <laughs> <laughs> <a> games. <laughs> My only experience with Final Fantasy was that uh, movie with Ming-Na. That does not count. Wow. That movie needs to be banished to the recesses of time and never brought up again. Both for its stain left. What, the Final Fantasy movie? Yeah, both for the stain it left on the Final Fantasy series as a whole and also for how blown out of proportion everyone thought using CGI actors was going to be. Okay. We hey. have one question left, guys. Real quick, Brandon has now pulled into the lead with 28, and Evan has 26. So, Evan, you, you got to 
got a chance to tie it here if ev- uh, if you get it right and Brandon gets it wrong. So let's let's see how things go. All the things I wasted time on in my youth. Not enough video <laughs> games. <laughs> All right, this is a multiple choice, guys. What was the first expansion released by Blizzard Entertainment for World of Warcraft in 2007? Was it Battle for Azeroth, Wrath of the Lich King, Shadowlands, or The Burning Crusade? I'm Mr. T, and this is my Night Elf Mohawk. Cut, T, there's no such thing as a Night Elf Mohawk. Shut up, fool! Like I was saying, my mohawk storms through mighty forests on his frost saber. My mohawk... T, it's a warrior, not a mohawk. Well, maybe Mr. T hacked the game and created a mohawk class. Maybe Mr. T's pretty handy with computers. Had that occurred to you, Mr. Condescending Director? All right, answers are in. The answer is the Burning Crusade, and Brandon is the only one who got that right. Oh, man. Look at that. We can see where that strength lies, right in the old video game section. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) All right. Well, here we go. Final scores. Amber, thank you for being here tonight. We appreciate it 100%. You got fourth. You got a total of 10 points. Thank you so much. Cole Cash, 21 points gets you third place. Evan, the oh, the games hurt, buddy. That last section of games, you, you win scoreless, man. Ending with a total of 26. Gets you second, though. Brandon comes in here and wins it. What a stunning, stunning comeback. Total of 30 points. Congratulations, Brandon Fool of the Dueling Ogres. You are the tripped-up trivia champion for April. All right. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Fun time, guys. Fun time. So then we could just jump right into plugs. Before we head into plugs, this would be a good time to tell you about a sponsor of the W2M Network, and that is Grammarly. For you, the listeners of Tripped Up Trivia, Grammarly is offering a free download of the Grammarly software. Grammarly's AI-powered products help people communicate more effectively. It also helps you write mistake-free on Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and nearly anywhere else you write on the web. Grammarly corrects hundreds of grammar, punctuation, and spelling mistakes, and while also catching contextual errors, improving your vocabulary, and suggesting style improvements. To download Grammarly today, go to getgrammarly.com W2M network. Again, that's getgrammarly.com W, the number Number two, M Network, to download Grammarly for free. Since Brandon Fool is our champion this evening, Brandon Fool, you get to go first with your plug, sir. I still get my check for winning, right? <laughs> yeah, it's in the mail. You get that as soon as we actually get paid for working on this network. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Um, you can check me out on the Dueling Ogres podcast. So you can go to duelingogres.com or you can search Dueling Ogres on any of your podcatcher apps. I also do a podcast called We're Probably Not Okay, which is a more serious mental health podcast. And you can also find that on any of your podcatcher apps. Evan Bevins, coming in second here, buddy. Uh, Asterisk51.blogspot.com is where I write about comics, movies, movies about comics, comics about movies, occasionally sports topics or whatever else pops into my head. Might be where I, you know, write a brief Treat us about how Jesse totally gave one of the answers away in case he edits it out, or at least mention it again here so he has to edit it out twice. 
you know. Uh, so we'll we'll go from there. Uh, support group is a uh, web comic I created with my friend Nathan Arnold about a support group for people with lame superpowers in case your origin doesn't work out the way they showed in the comics. Uh, you can find the first two issues of that on Webtoons. Cole Cash, buddy, tell me about Middle-Aged and Mediocre, buddy. Middle-Aged Mediocre, uh, I do a podcast with my buddy Joel Gant. He is a stand-up comedian. It actually stemmed from a podcast we did about stand-up comedy, but it is now a podcast about uh, anything from true crime to random news stories to movie reviews. We do a little bit of everything. Uh, and I have a new podcast coming out soon called The Church of the Cosmic Cowboy. That'll just be me talking about wrestling. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I saw the USFL uh, episode. What did that drop? Like within the last day or so? Yeah, yeah got posted yesterday. Uh, nice. We're, we're the... We're going to be the biggest USFL podcast, I think, in America, probably. We're the only ones <laughs> talking about it. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Amber Teasley, again, thank you so much for showing up tonight and having a good time with us. We appreciate it so much. Why don't you go ahead and plug you, what you got going on? Oh, I'm just co-hosting with my friend Liz on Home is Where Hallmark is, and that is on the Chair Shot Network. You can go to that website and see us. And I also will be reviewing Secrets of Dumbledore. With my yeah. husband awesome. on Tuesday. Is 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 Jason Jason ain't too mad he didn't get invited tonight, is he? No. He okay, said behind good. me. <laughs> tell, <laughs> tell, tell him he's won his fair share. It's time to let uh Justin says let you other. won your fair share. He got paraded around last time, if I remember right. Like people we were putting him on a chair, weren't we? Well, and parading him around. Because I am the all-time reigning champion. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I knew he had to get something in there. Amber always <laughs> Thanks again. But I always get the last word, so. That's good. That's good. You need to keep him in check. Somebody's got to keep him in check. (laughs) Alexis, I'll go. I'll go ahead and plug my stuff. Then you finish. You finish up here. Is that cool? Sure. Uh, Do you want to plug the next few rounds of Trope Up Trivia? Oh boy, I should probably bring that up, shouldn't I? Uh, What I know, our next one's going to be sci-fi. Correct. Correct. May is always sci-fi because May the Fourth be with you. (sighs) And then what do we have planned after that? Uh, June is Pixar month. This is the tie into the upcoming release of the new movie Lightyear with uh, everyone's favorite uh, patriotic Captain America, a.k.a. Chris Evans, taking over the role as Buzz Lightyear. That's right. That's right. And do we have one for July? I don't think we have one yet. Last year's July was Warner Brothers cartoons to tie into the release of uh, the new Space Jam movie. We need to sit down, look at our schedule, and see what's coming out after that for July and August. Okay. Yeah, we'll tie something in there. So, yeah, if anybody's interested out there that's listening, uh, please shoot us a message if you're interested in participating. We'd love to have you on here. Uh, Just uh, compete with the others and uh, have a good time. So, uh, for myself, yeah, hey, uh, I run a a comic book show. It's called the Source Material Comics Podcast. Uh, We got our own feed here recently. Uh, On there, you can hear me and Evan Bevins talk about the unbeatable Squirrel Girl, along with uh, Cole Marantet, uh, who joined us for that episode. Uh, I also run a podcast called Unspoken Issues on there, where we talk strictly 90s comics. Recently, we dropped Dead Man's Hand, which was a lot of fun. We're talking Daredevil, Punisher, and Nomad coming together for a nine-issue series. And then I think we just recently dropped our discussion on the Carnage Cosmic, which was the Carnage symbiote getting onto the Silver Surfer. 
yeah, it was a rough time for Spider-Man that day. That's for sure. And we talked about a what if uh, issue on there as well on the about the same story. So anyway, that's really kind of all I got. You can check me out on the Rattle and Broadcasting Network as well. I'm usually uh, chiming in there on the Metal Hammer of Doom where we talk about some metal albums. Also, uh, we did TV Party Tonight on Homicide, Life on the Street, Season 5. Yeah, we're doing a, a special project that Mark Radlich wanted to do in regards to David Simon shows. And we're starting with Homicide Season 5, going all the way back to 1996, I think, 97 maybe. But uh, anyway, that's it for me. Alexis Hanna, floor is yours. Send us home. All right. Well, Honeysuckle Rose Creations, where fashion meets fandom at the intersection of geek and chic, purveyors of handmade geek thing jewelry. Like I said, we just finished up with the Lexington Comic and Toy Fair this next week, uh, the day of recording, which would be the 23rd, probably already passed out. That is going to be Planet Comic Con. And after that, we're heading out to Springfield, Missouri for Vision Con. Coming up after that, we're going to be in St. Louis for the Fan Expo. And after that, we're in a, uh, we're actually heading to Hutchison, Kansas. I don't know if you know this, Jesse, but Hutchison has officially declared itself as the official Smallville. It is officially Smallville, Kansas, and they are hosting the Smallville Comic Con. Oh, that's cool. We're going to be having a table there. Looking forward to it. It's our first time there. As always, our shops on Etsy and Handmade and Amazon are fully stocked. You can't make it out to one of these fun Comic Cons. You can go ahead and visit us there and peruse our wares. And, of course, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's Honeysuckle Rose Creation, the intersection of geek and chic. Again, Thanks to everybody that joined us here tonight. Thanks to Cole Cash. Thanks to Brandon Fool. Thanks to Evan Bevins. Thanks to Amber Teasley. And of course, thank you, Alexa Sena, for helping me out here this evening. I am Jesse Starcher. We'll be catching you next time. Have a good one. Bye-bye.